TTB Music Podcast So, yes, we're back. Podcast two, and unlike the first podcast of this year, we're actually talking about albums that have come out this year. Excellent. Amazing. So, five albums this time around. Casey, How to Disappear, Unknown T, Blood Diamond, Hermosa, Hermosa, Marika Hackman, Big Sigh, and The Last Dinner Party, Prelude to Ecstasy. Hmm. So we start with Casey, How to Disappear, Welsh rock band from South Wales, formed in 2014, released two albums, and then disbanded in 2019, and then reformed again 2022. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, technical issues already. Oh no. Yeah. You should leave that in. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's... Uh, the uh, iPhone decided to try and throw itself to its own death, though. Yeah, rather than listen to us, your iPhone just tried to throw itself off a ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Bad. Well, maybe that's the iPhone just, yeah. <laughs> maybe the iPhone is passing judgment over how it feels about Casey, how to disappear. So, uh, uh, iPhone, how do you feel about Casey, <laughs> how to disappear? It seemed to get annoyed when I said it was their third album, but, you know, it is their third album. Mm-hmm. So, Casey. Who I hadn't heard of before, who, who I was not aware of before. Actually, I will say this several times during this podcast. wasn't aware of them before. Oh, so how did I feel about them? Mm. Okay. What's an album? No, seriously. So this is, I don't know what you, what, where, where would you pigeon this? I don't want to pigeon anyone, but where they've would you been, They've been described, apparently, I, I, yeah. I, read, I read the Wikipedia thing, so yeah. a, they've been described as post-hardcore, yeah, I saw that. shoegaze, yeah. or more of later in the podcast, mm-hmm. post-metal, Definitely and, and, and various other posts. There's a lot of post in this. Yeah. So much post that the Royal Mail should be in trouble again. I I would say that this it, I would say that this is an album. No, I can do better than that. I would say that this is definitely an album that has a particular sound that runs through it. No, no, I've got to really try harder. I would say that this is an album that's pretty solid. Britain, this is a solid album. <laughs> yeah, it's a solid. It's a solid album. It's very one note and i don't mean that yes it is you you know what i mean yeah i do for production wise it's very one note there, there is a section in the middle uh, and i've not even talked about the beginning but i'm just going to skip to the middle there is a section in the middle of the album where in terms of musical challenge it does change and you do get a bit of the a bit of the hardcore grrr Yes. And it does go more metal. And I think when it does go more metal, it's stronger. Because the rest of the time... I, I have, you put that, pretty, I have pretty much said that, yes. It, it, the rest of the time, it just sort of goes along. Yeah. It goes along. And it goes along. And it, it's not inoffensive. I quite like some of it. I mean, I'm going to say I liked a couple of tracks in a moment, as I always do. But it sort of goes along. But it doesn't really hit its stride until it keeps going. And until it gets louder and more aggressive, because yeah. the rest of the time it's just sort of a one note, and that's not a bad thing. Sort of, sort of album. 
No. Oh I'm, my god, I can't. I, that's possibly the worst description I've ever given of an. No, but now I've got a But I agree. Yeah. On that exact point, I, I, yeah. I've said some good screaming on sanctimonious mm. punctured wounds of heaven and yes. bite through my tongue. Yes. Latter of which is my possibly my favourite track. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah me album. too. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I, 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 I went. In fact, oddly, the tracks of the screaming. Yeah. Seem to hit the mark better they than ones that don't, which exactly. is something I don't say very often. So, so yes. So I said it hits stride middle. Those that I'm survived by, which has that little yeah, 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 yeah. excellently titled Saint Peter instrumental, of course, at uh, the end of it, and then Puncture Wins to Heaven, which I think are the second and third tracks of the album to feature the growl. And he, but even even they introduce the growl, it goes heavy, and then they introduce possibly one of the better slower tracks as well with Blush which comes not that long after that as well. So you've got the contrast. But the rest of the time, I'm sort of for Katie, maybe. But the rest of the I time... Yeah, I, love yeah. the, I love the guitar riff at yeah. the start of that. that yeah, the guitar so, riff. so that's one of the tracks from the earlier half that really struck out to me, but... <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, 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 that, that, you've pretty much summed it up. I, th- I think it is mm-hmm. that kind of thing where, where you kind of go... I think if you were trying to kind of pitch it to people who were going, like me, never heard of KC... I've never heard of Casey. Who the fuck are they? What what they sound like? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking you're thinking Fran Rabbit, Idle Wind, Bit of Funeral for a Friend, that kind of pot. Yes, kind of thing. And as you say, it is just it's 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 solid. It's it's perfectly fine. And as you as you say, bizarrely, we've agreed. Really, ironic, ironically, where it goes more kind of rocky. It actually works much better than the things that are slightly more kind of. Subdued. Although I do like, I do like the kind of um, the lyrical darkness of uh, "I was happy when you died." Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, so, kudos for that. It's like, it's like, I mean, there, there, there are a couple of dark, dark songs on 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 the on the podcast, but that particular one, you go, yeah, you go, yeah. On balance, I was quite happy when you died. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. And on balance, I was quite happy when this album didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think I think I think we both agree that it's. Some good, but mostly filler. Mm. But okay, filler. But okay. Yeah. We move on to Unknown T, Blood Diamond. Uh, Unknown T is Daniel Richie Lenner. Has made his name over the last five years as the important voice in the UK drill scene. Although, clearly, shockingly, I was not previously aware of his work. Although I was aware of at least two of his collaborators in this album, so I was aware of Loyal Carner. It was a fascinating character, just generally. It's been obviously been nominated for Mercury Prize, I think, twice, and also runs a cooking school. Nice. <laughs> no, just generally yeah. runs a cooking school. I was aware of Digger D, mm-hmm. who apparently met in prison because my daughter has listened to Mister D. I did wonder where your daughter would come into this. Yes. <laughs> yes, my daughter, my daughter has this Mr. D, D, D on sometimes. Nice. Okay. Uh, so it's his first album after pre- two previous mixed yeah. mixtape albums. Right. We're back to the mixtape albums again. We're, we're, we're familiar with that. Sometimes it works. Yeah. yeah. And actually, well, I think it works well. This is this is a unusually short album from a UK rapper. Mm-hmm. So it's only 45 minutes. I have to say, I like the short and snappy approach to the tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more expansive sound than just drill, which is yep. what it is with other things. So it's, so it's, agree, yeah, agree. You know, literally, this starts off with a kind of orchestra. Not, not, again, there's another album in the podcast that starts off with this way. Well. With strings. Starts yeah, off yeah, with yeah. an orchestral movement on 2023. 
I saw an interview when I interview with him online when he was talking about the kind of backstory of the album and saying that this record was trying to capture his life, his life, his journey. Bit of X Factor, but you know, <laughs> and his growth as an art, as an artist over the last over the last few few years. <laughs> but and also interesting, he said his favorite track on the album was Time, which I tend to agree with. Which starts there. Uh, what I quite like about this is it's 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 commercial. It does cover his journey. If you listen to the l- l- lyrics, in fact, on on time, there's a really great line about industry plants, which again come to more later on podcast. And I think that it starts off really. The album starts off really really strong. With Welcome to My Strip, Hocus Pocus with Lorcana, and especially Adolescence with the song with Digger Digger D, which I think is a really standout cut on the record. But what I like is, again, the album doesn't fall away. It starts strong, but actually, unlike a lot of recent albums in this genre, uh, where I've had a strong desire to turn off the record, with this, I was quite happy to basically continue. And I think that's partly because of the combination of some really strongly structured bars, some surprisingly good hooks, and it's it's a very clear rap sound as well. So so it's, 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 it's like it's not going to mumble to me. You get to hear what he's saying, paired with an inventive but over not overbearing musical accompaniment, which complements as opposed to fighting the raps. Which I think there's several things we've reviewed in the last couple of years where almost the there's too much going on in the musical side of things that it's, mm. it's just overpowering everything else in the latter half of the album I've mentioned a few things at the start there's obviously the now I suppose because of Stormzy kind of compulsory gospel tinged kind of thing so rain but really good 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 and I really like the final track as well until we meet again which I also think is one of the strongest songs on the record yeah so I was, I was, I was actually fairly impressed by Unknown T actually for me, I agree everything you said. For me, it was it was it was drill, and yeah, yeah, I'm a, my God, middle aged man saying drill, Jesus, it was drill, but it was drill with an old school bounce in part as well. Hmm. I think that's what a, a, what I liked about it. It had yes, it, yes, it was modern. Yes, it was very much British hip hop as it is now, but it occasionally sort of went into that sort of West Coast bounce along sort of vibe as yeah. well and i think actually on on the tracks like time and and adolescence that's where you heard it and and and, and again what i also liked about this which was different was yes you had the journey <laughs> from start to finish but that was kind of at the beginning and a little bit towards the end but actually in the middle you had other stuff as well which was was also engaging i think we've reviewed a lot of albums particularly by british rap, rap artists the last couple of years yeah. where it is very much about the journey and it's very personal and it usually corners around life on the streets, justice, family, love, bad romance. Yes, all of that was here. All, that's here, yeah. all of that was here, but in a way that wasn't, I was about to say, a way that wasn't Drake, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a way that wasn't just sort of set out as a as an endurance or as something that the artist had to go through to get to the point where they get to at the end of the album. And that is not to denigrate any of the great rap albums we have listened to in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. of which we've liked, and I'm thinking of Giggs and Dave and all those others. But but this was really good. Yeah. It was tales of uh, tales of, of 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 life. Like you see Rain and Right Hand. 
And yeah, right, uh, that quite fun. Yeah, and uh, and then you had tunes like Avengers Assemble, which sounded like Ragaton on speed. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it just throws in that. You know, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, liked it. Okay, moving on. Debut album from US German band made of Caitlin Ziegler and Robert Goldback, Hermosa. And the other album was called Hermosa. The album track's called Hermosa, too. Indeed. And they produced 90s shoegaze inspired indie rock. <laughs> so, I, 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 from this album, I did like the track Hermosa from the album Hermosa by the band of Hermosa. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. This is classic indie rock, isn't it? I mean, this is. Mm. You know, as hello the nineties. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, as the name suggests, plants its flag somewhere between the now and the old indie scene of the nineties. I mean, it's got all those bands in there somewhere. It's you know, particularly tracks like Ride It Out and Paper Heart. I could yeah. be listening. I could be listening to a nineties band to be honest, and actually quite enjoying it as well. Yes, it's done well. But what I also liked about the album is, again, not one note, like another album we reviewed earlier. You've got tracks like Two and Messy, which Messy as in un- untidy, not the, uh, football, not the footballer. Not the footballer. Both tracks demonstrating a lighter vocal and a more gentler sound. It sort of mm, dropped in the yeah. end there. But then you have something like Anti-Bucket List, which is very raw and very sort of shouty and very sort of angry indie. Yeah, the yeah. loudness of that. The loudness of punk indie from the nineties. Yes. But still very much in the nineties. And 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 also 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 the anti bucket list. Yeah. The delivery of the lyrics. Thinking Macarena? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's got anger there. <laughs> of its time as well. Yeah. References. So I I yeah, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, I have to say yeah, it literally does what it says in the tin. Mm. Yeah. And uh, someone that's very rarely met a distorted guitar I didn't like. Yes. You know, I was thinking, okay, this can only, this can only disappoint me from, from that kind of point of thing. But thankfully, as I said, it, it's, it's good. Immediately, you've got the open track, I'm also said, which is a very kind of, my bloody Valentine, distorted, gu- distorted oh, guitar sound. Oh, hello. Hello. Distorted guitar sound. I love Paper Heart. Mm. Really catchy tune. Uh, I love the lyric. You took my pa- you took my paper heart and fed it through the shredder. I think that really, really clever. Yeah. Also, love the kind of it has a really good non guitar solo in it as well. I guess the point where you, where you think it should be the guitar solo, and then the kind of drums and guitars just come in about two thirds in, and you think, oh, is it going to get a guitar solo? It doesn't, but it's it works really well. Love the riff on ride it out. As you say, two really like, really like the really like the kind of vocals on the chorus there, which is too much. And then there's the surprise of a bit of sax coming in, yeah, which is like great. This is an interesting album because I, I should be able to say that I kept, became aware of this record because someone I follow and interact with on Threads, no, a gentleman called Dave Escoffey, who apparently is also a singer songwriter, plugged the, plugged the album because Caitlin's his wife. Ah, is he someone that also does the kind of ten random listeners thing? Yeah, I'm meaning to ask you. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll have that conversation now or later. Yeah. So, oh, I thought, oh, let's let's review. So, we're coming to do review albums. Let's let's review that. Everyone follow I Overload on Threads. Thankfully, thank thankfully for for Dave and Kelly, we both like the album. I didn't really the time. It's a shoegaze. I went, okay, fine, yeah. 
Right. Let's give it give it a try. Throw yeah. But yeah, I, I actually thought this was genuinely an enjoyable record. Moving on, Marika Hackman, the only person, Big Sigh, the only person on the, the podcast we've reviewed before. I thought we had. Yes. 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 We reviewed her, this is the fifth album, we reviewed her second album. Did we? Back on Podcast 6, 2017. She was, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not your man. British artist, obviously. This, this starts very atmospheric and piano-based. Mm. And it's quite a subdued album musically, I think, ov- overall. Whilst there is bits that are not, but lyrically it's slightly more anxiety and stress-ridden, but also quite cathartic. So you've got songs like Hanging, which are like a song about past relationships where she's felt suffocated and trapped, and a song that's just got so many good lines in it, it's unbelievable. So it's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to hold my breath to be pushed under water when I'm coming up for air. And thinking, hmm. I'm like, because every time I, I feel that. Yes, because every time I talk, we suffocate. Remember when you said I'm a disease Oof. and you'd like to kill me in your dreams again? And then better, even better. And my heart won't grow with your fingers down my throat. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. To be fair, Hackman said to herself that she thinks that's one of the best songs she's ever, ever, ever written, that particular song. But, but there's a similar theme going through tracks, tracks like Blurred, Please Don't Be So Kind. Which are also in a similar vein. Although I love again back to saxophone on the last album. I love the the horns that are on. Please don't be so kind. Really works pretty well. Really love the piano in, instrumental. It's in the middle of the album. Lonely, lonely house, which sounds very much Kate Bushy. But there are a couple of moments that are slightly more up tempo. I think particularly caffeine earlier on the al- album, which is again. Quite dark, but quite fun. And also, lyrically wise on vitamins, there's a lot of might describe herself as a sack of, sack of shit and oxygen. Yeah. Which I think is, again, summing up the upbeat tone of the record. I think this is an album I haven't listened to. This is an album that I haven't listened to enough, but it's one of those records that I think is probably one of those records that if you give it time, it's one of those things that you, that you kind of go, really good. As it is, it's still quite interesting, but yeah. But. I, I agree. I think I didn't give this enough time, and I will. It's it's a mixture of a very, mature, very mature. I talk about mature pop music on this podcast sometimes. This is very mature pop music. Like it's some sort of cheese you would need to get into. <laughs> <laughs> this is very mature. Camembert. It's, it's proper, proper. Ritual pop music, but it's very clever and it's got very great. It's got great clever lyrics. I really like "No Caffeine" as an opener. Yeah, it's probably one of the more melodic songs on the album as well. That said, the album does remain pretty quiet until you get to the hanging or hanging. Yeah, and then the final third of the album kicks in, which I really enjoyed. Actually, I feel there's a sort of a closure to it all. Yeah, I think I think, the second, I think the second half. Yeah, it's, it's stronger, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely stronger. So that final third, you know, you get you get the gentle piano of 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 the lonely house, which is an instrumental. You get this the strained synthetic. Is it synthetic or or twisted vocal of uh, vitamins? Yeah, it's like, just slightly distorted. It it's slightly through, distorted, put yeah. through something definitely, which I also liked. And then you get the really horrible song slime. <laughs> <laughs> which is great <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I i agree 
I agree. It's it's an album that deserves to marinate and be listened to again and again. So we move on to the final album. Actually, before and the final album is being set set up by the fact that obviously BBC Sounds of Twenty Four came out. Their top five five Elmine apparently it's just soul. Number four was Tyler. Number three, DJ Peggy Goo. Number two, Olivia Dean, who I actually had heard of. And number one were The Last Dinner Party. So, that, that album was meant to come out at the end of March, off the back of them winning this prize, whoever the record company are, decided to bump it up a bit, so it actually came out a week ago. So, Last Dinner Party, Prelude to Ecstasy, Worthy of the Hype or Not, Pete? This is interesting, because... I know nothing about record company shenanigans. Mm. I get look, okay. I, I've read, I've read, I've read, I've read into this is actually a band I actually did read into. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. And I actually really like a classic sort of indie act. But this is a very well produced indie act. You've got James mm. Ford involved here. James Ford's a name that keeps cropping up on this podcast. Um, I obviously he's going to be. He's, apparently, he's producing one of the upcoming albums of the year. He might be producing one of the upcoming albums of the year. I can tell you that now. Mm. But prior to the Patch of Voice, he has done Depeche Mode and he has done Blur. It, it's got clear influences from the art rock scene. It has got. I think the obvious one is Florence, the Machine. Yeah, um, so apparently it's supported last late last year. Yeah, and you know when you listen to tracks like that, Burn Alive, very strong there. But you also get Bowie in there. Bowie's in there. I can hear Bowie. And apparently they've said Bowie's an influence, so I, I can sort of pick that up. So I like I like that. I like Caesar on a TV screen. I liked I liked Sinner, because it was a bit of a 60s swing. There's also an ABBA thing going on there as well. Everything's going on. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's got a lot going on. And I feel like I feel like this is a this is one of those but I said this to 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 my wife Debs last night I said I found this band and that I'm reviewing and I feel like they are one of those bands that are going to do a stage at Glastonbury this year and the state it's going to be over subscribed it's going to be well, well they did Glastonbury this year they did it last year I saw that I saw they did it last year but they're going to be on like the second stage this year or the first stage but early oh, in the afternoon it. and it's going to be but it's going to be over subscribed so that's they're, they're a hype band and I don't mean that in a derogatory way because actually I quite like some of this stuff, but I can't help feel there's a bit of polish here that, that wouldn't be here normally. And I'm just picking this up from nothing that you've said or we've discussed, mm. but I'm getting a feel from you that you're about to reveal something. No, I'm not, actually. Not. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to reveal the fact that they literally, they literally got together at university. Yeah, you, no, that's what I mean. They got together at uni- university yeah. and actually, obviously, obviously, a bit... That's it's a bit, bit polished, though, isn't that? Well, no, but the thing, I think, again, it's a bit like... Is that the and I like... Uh, let me just say this very clearly. I actually really like this album. It's a bit like, <laughs> a bit, a bit like when they... Yes! That was what I was about I, to say. I, I, I know, where people are saying, clearly, in industry plants... No! Because, because they're... Like, they're like, and, 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 no, that's what I'm getting at. And they're going... No, we've been playing live for, like, fucking four yeah, years. They, four they, four they, years. They put the graft in. And, and... Yeah. We were signed because when I was on, li- on, li- on li- line, line doing live gig and went... 
Oh my God, we need to sign these people. Uh, that's what I mean. They're, they're bloody lucky. Yeah, they're, they're a bit. They're, they are the wet leg of twenty twenty four. Yeah, and it's there's a lot of hype about them, and I love a bit of hype. But I, I, I'm just a middle aged man with a lot of scissors, cynicism these days. Yes, yeah, so so I've, I've, I've reading too much into it. Yeah, they are the wet leg. They are the James Ford produced band of the year, other than the other yeah. one. You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I'm bought in. I think this is the next classic indie. No, it is. It of is the UK. Absolutely. Uh, in that uh, long line of acts that includes Wet Leg and whoever came before Wet Leg and stems all the way back to Bloody Oasis via the Arctic Monkeys. I, 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 I think this album is absolutely glorious. Yeah. glorious. It's going to be great. Uh, glorious. Any, for staff, any, any band. Oh, that... Wolf Alice. Sorry. Wolf Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Any, ba- any band, another band, any band that names their album after the mm. instrumental track that opens the thing. Which I also like. Exactly, yeah. It's like, yeah. Here, we're going to have a strange kind of yeah. like uh, orchestral opening track. Yeah. And we're going to name the album after that track. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like, how can you go wrong with the, with the sound, with a, a band that sounds like a combination of. So you, so you didn't say so you said Abba, Abba but Abba. For, for me, for me, Abba. no, no, for me, I was no. going Sparks. Oh, yes, very good. What's in there? All right, yeah. Okay. And Burn Live, Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, yeah. Bit of medieval babes, babes in G- G- in Gudja. Yeah, you've lost me. I'll go. Lena Lovage, praise all over the fucking show. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting because the first thing I ever heard from this band was just before Christmas when I heard my, my Lady of Mercy. Mm. And it came, came on YouTube after, after watching several things. And I was going, oh, this is just interesting. And as soon as the kind of 70s rock guitars came in, the chorus was going, oh my God, I love this band. Yes, give me more, give me more. And it's just, yeah, it's just great. All, all members of the band write. There's differences. It's not all just one one kind of thing, and it's just just a weird, wonderful thing. Yeah, it's just like I've actually written. Look, in my notes here, I've actually written. My notes begin at last exclamation mark. Yes, a wonderful return to the scene of a classic indie act. Yeah, I mean, they 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 a band that are lifting from lots of other people. And we sat down. And they said, demonstrate their influences on their sleeve. But so yeah. unique. And that and that that's yes, that's absolutely that's what you want from great artists. They've been going, going we're gonna pull in stuff of this, but, but it's still but not the, cyn- the cynicism like the, the cynicism has even got me after a couple of listens. I'm like, oh what's, what's that on here? Yeah, you're wrong. I am absolutely wrong. I'm absolutely wrong. This is an album that I've been chewing over. This is the but the most difficult album of the podcast for me because I feel that I am on... If it's not this album, it's the next album. It's a classic. I mean, the next album by then. Yes. No, but I, I, no, I think... That, yeah. But I think this is just really terrific album. Mm. The first listen, I was like, well, I don't know. The second listen, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I'd sit back and go, yes. Yeah. This, this, is, this is the Wet Leg album. Of, it is the Wet Leg album. It is like... I know. This is, this is the one where... This album will be my top five yeah, exactly. at the end of the year. I exactly. Say, I can tell you now. Exactly. I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just trained to hear these things now and think, oh, what? <laughs> However, what else might be in our top five, five from the end of the year? So, I think James Ford's next produced album might be. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to mention some of, the, some, of the, some of the albums that we may or may not be reviewing. Coming, coming out, so, so coming out in February, a new, new album by Declan McKenna, 
The album by Sonic Youth. The album by MGMT. Oh, still playing this bit. Exactly. Wow. March, we have Yard Act. Oh, Jesus brilliant. and Mary Chain. And Gordon, who was obviously in Sonic Youth. Mm-hmm. Waxahachie, who yeah. we've read before. Judas Priest, Cheryl Crow, yeah. Dandy Warhols. Yes. Miss Musgraves. Ah. KM5. Then we get to April. Apparently, I have Taylor Swift. And no, no, about it. She obviously announced whilst winning Grammys. She's going to go far, that girl. And Jane Weaver, who we've reviewed And some other band, apparently. You it's, know. A t- it's the two of them. There are, there are two of them, and apparently it's gone nonetheless. But, you know. <laughs> and yeah. reviewed by the person you just mentioned. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but apparently, that also comes out in April. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Looking forward um, to that. Yeah. So, yeah, some stuff to look forward to. Mm. Well, stay tuned, folks, because uh, we'll try and podcast a bit more regularly these days. Yeah. <laughs> 402. Yeah. I, actually, well, yeah, actually, it's also going to be a bit weird because I'm, I'm almost certainly going to post this one in the next couple of days rather than take several weeks to do it. So it'll feel like we're like really kind of podcasting like every, couple, I, every couple of weeks. We're on fire again. It's excellent. Anyway, lovely to see you. Bye-bye. Till then. You've been listening to the CTB Music Podcast. The CTTB Music Podcast is a Vineland production.